0: This is Viterbi Voices, the podcast, your chance to hear stories about research, classes, student life, and more directly from our faculty, students, and other members of the engineering community here at the University of Southern California.
1: This is episode 108, and another installment of our series, Office Hours. In this episode, Daniel visits Professor Trina Gregory to discuss entrepreneurship opportunities at USC, from competitions to boot camps to seed funding.
0: Welcome back into Viterbi Voices. This is episode...
1: 108. One,
0: zero, eight. Killing it. Uh, uh, who am I? My name is Paula Desma. <laughs> I'm the Director of Undergraduate Admission here at the USC Viterbi School of Engineering.
1: And my name is Rhea Chattery. I'm a Senior Studying Biomedical Engineering here at USC.
2: And my name is Daniel Donchev. I'm also a Senior Studying Biomedical Engineering.
0: I think it's Donchev's... No one can see this. And I think I only, only saw it. But it's your arm <laughs> movements that were throwing me because you had, you, had, you had things happening while we were doing introductions. And so for all of you listening, it's Daniel's fault that I messed up, right? <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's not mine. Um, so this is episode 108. And Daniel, you bring an episode to
2: us. What do you got? Yeah, I had the opportunity to sit down with Trina Gregory, who is a senior Trina. lecturer. Yeah, she's been on the podcast before. Yes, and she teaches in the Information Technology Program, uh, has an iOS class that she's teaching this semester, cool. and I've actually taken that class two years ago okay. uh, with one of her former students who actually led it. But the topic of the episode was entrepreneurship in a broad sense. What does it mean to be an entrepreneur? Um, What are some of the challenges when going into entrepreneurship, especially if you haven't been exposed to that way of thinking in the past? What are some of the programs that Viterbi runs to help facilitate that scene? And just an overall sense of how someone who hasn't been active in entrepreneurship, how they can get involved in, how they can jump into that scene.
0: Absolutely. So this is one of our office hours series. And I love our office hours series because it allows you, Daniel, to go talk to a faculty member more in depth about a very specific topic. Uh, Maybe it's a question, uh, very similar to office hours for real where you go Mm -hmm. talk to your faculty member about something that you've gone over in class and dive in a little bit further, uh, maybe get advice, mentorship, et cetera. And so hopefully this is a really enlightening, I'm assuming it's a really enlightening conversation about entrepreneurship, not only from an academic standpoint, but also from the idea of actually going to become an entrepreneur and what things to look out for. Um, What was your most surprising takeaway from this conversation?
2: I'd say something I came away from the conversation is the fact that you in college it's actually a great opportunity for you to try something because it's almost like there are lower stakes. Uh, once you go full time yeah. or are out in the real world, there's you're a lot more invested, or there's just greater risks. But yeah. in college, you have so many resources around you, so many talented people that you can team up with that it's it's almost a missed opportunity for you not to try something new and not to come up with an idea to solve a problem.
0: Totally. I spent a lot, one of the metaphors I use a lot when I talk to students is that life It's very much like a high wire act, like Mm -hmm. it's a trapeze act, and you're very worried about falling off of that thing. College is no different except the only difference is that college has a net. Yes, Mm -hmm. exactly. And so it's like you're supposed to learn how to do this by falling a number of different times, and Mm -hmm. so use that opportunity to have a safe space to do it in, which I think is good for entrepreneurship especially, because you're not, you know, you're not risking livelihood necessarily on trying to do something outlandish. Um, now, um, Rhea, you've, you've been involved in some entrepreneurial things as well, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Um, my sophomore year, actually, I was involved in one of the competitions that they talk about in this episode, which is the C Entrepreneurship Prize competition. Mm-hmm. It's um, a joint program between Viterbi and the Marshall School of Business. And it's pretty much a program where you apply, you um, you write your idea, you come up with a proposal, you apply to be in the competition, and they pick 20 teams to kind of take through not really a full incubator program per se, but they do an innovation i core curriculum. So they teach you about customer segmentation, um, t- storytelling, how to do a pitch, all these kinds of things, and how to basically put together a coherent business plan, especially mm. because a lot of the people in this competition are engineers that don't have a lot of business experience. Right. So um, it, they take you through a, a very short business curriculum. Um, So we did that my sophomore year, me and some friends, and we also got a chance to go to Washington, D.C. for the um, Global Grand Challenges conference that was happening that summer, um, which is there is a lot of different countries involved, it's a whole other program, and I'm sure we talk about it in a different episode, but um, there were representatives and teams uh, of undergraduate students from China, the UK, and from the US competing, and we were one of the teams from the US. So it was awesome. It was a really, really cool experience, something I had no experience with in high school and got a chance to try out in college, Um, so I guess I'm one of those cases where I I just happened to try Mm -hmm. in college and fell in love with it, and it was really awesome.
0: but you you know that you're gonna be working at Edwards Life Sciences, but yes. do you think that entrepreneurial efforts are in your future as a result of this? Or is just was this, this just yeah. a way of kind of expanding upon your education and how you think?
1: I think I think it's a cause effect actually. I think it expanded my education a lot and as a result I would love to come back to the world of entrepreneurship in my future. I am working at Edwards um for however long that yeah. turns out, but because I love the company, but I would love to try entrepreneurship again sometime. Um, it was a really, really exciting kind of year of my life while we were doing that, it felt like we were working on something that was not only very, like, new and exciting, but something that was very much, like, our own personal mm-hmm. project, um, so we all felt really passionate about it, and, and I kind of missed that feeling, like, the complete ownership of an idea from beginning to whatever we ended up doing, Right. Um, so, yeah, I'd love to go back to the World of Entrepreneurship someday. Cool. I caught the bug, I guess.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. And then Daniel, on uh, a personal note, we haven't heard you on the podcast for a while because you, you had some stuff go on in the fall semester, but you're, you're okay. You're okay now.
2: Yeah, I'm all right. Right. Mm-hmm. I was skating down the street and I broke my ankle, ended up having to get surgery. So overall, I'm actually having a doctor's appointment tomorrow and I'm hoping to get clear to run, which is a big step forward. Wow. Uh, but it's been a long journey and I mean, I've had I, I want to give a shout-out to my parents for doing a great job of taking care of me. <laughs> I just <laughs> imagine you in a bed with a bell. like that's <laughs> you're, you're just, like, calling them up
0: for food and things like that.
1: The saddest part about this is he was on his way to a podcast meeting.
0: Oh, that's oh for true. you guys? You guys sad. were meeting?
1: It wasn't me and him. It was us and, and him and one of the new VSAs who he was training. Um, and, and he called me right after, <laughs> and I was, like, heartbroken when I heard. It was so sad. But we're glad he's okay now and he's back. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, And I also, since it's his first time back, I pulled up some uh, quickfire questions. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. it. So, um, I'm not going to time you, but you have to answer these as quickly as possible. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate. Oh, that was very quick. Wow. And assertive. It was (laughs) like, yeah. (laughs) Easy. Say a word in Spanish. (laughs) Español. Do you believe in fate? Partly. Okay. Favorite number? Nine. Who has it easier, men or women? Men. Have you ever worn socks with sandals?
2: Yes, today.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Not not only has he done it, he did it today. (laughs) Name a primate besides monkeys and apes.
0: Hey, y'all. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know that we have a number of Opportunities to do it and it's happening all summer long, but get your registration in now at Viterbi.link slash visit. Hope to see you soon.
2: Chimpanzee's a monkey, I believe. Oh, orangutan. That right? Is- Good idea. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> Why can't we tickle ourselves? <laughs> I don't know what the answer to that
2: is. I wish we had
0: a look I wish we had a camera oh to God. capture the look on your face. <laughs> it's like your mind just got blown. <laughs>
2: You just have like, like, whoa, what? I think it's because we see it coming. Probably. probably. <laughs> what? With <laughs> <But> the look <laughs> of your face. I wish I had a camera. <laughs> We're
1: going to have a camera for the next one. No next kidding. We do this. No kidding. <laughs> what does a person need? These are really deep this time. What does a person need to be happy?
2: Love. <laughs> Jesus. <Jeez. laughs>
1: um, this is the best one we've done. Um, is there such a thing as objective beauty? No. What's the best age? 21. If Voldemort offered you a hug, would you accept? No. Is double dip- is double dipping at a party ever acceptable?
2: Probably not.
0: No. <laughs> 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 I have so That's many it. follow-up questions, yeah. <laughs> but I'm going to leave it there for when we're not recording. <laughs> so let's get out of the way and give it back to Daniel to talk more about uh, entrepreneurship with uh, Trina Gregory. Sweet.
2: hi, good afternoon.
3: (laughs) Good afternoon.
2: Uh, How's your afternoon going? How are you? Great. Perfect. And are classes going all right? I know you're teaching a few classes this semester. Yes. Um, But I guess before we get into that, do you mind giving us a little introduction? Uh, Like, Who are you? What do you do here at USC?
3: Yes, wonderful. Well, my name is Trina Gregory. I am teaching faculty here at USC. I've been here for 12 years as teaching faculty. Um, I teach in the ITP, so information technology program, mm-hmm. we do a lot of practical applied classes um, in engineering, you know, a lot of focusing on programming, as well as we offer lots of interesting minors and classes right. for students outside of the turby School of Engineering.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I myself actually, yeah, I'm an engineering student, but I also have or was pursuing a minor in computer programming through ITP, so really enjoy those classes. And actually, one of those classes the IOS development class. Uh, I had it and it was taught by one of your former students, Bennett Lee, uh, and really enjoyed that class. And like you said, very practical in the sense that at the end of the semester, you work on your own project, come up with an idea, and it's up to you to realize it. And Uh, and build it, actually develop it. Actually develop it. And actually, I think that's a really good segue to the topic that we're going to be covering today, which is entrepreneurship. Um, But first of all, Again, thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to speak with me. Uh, I really appreciate it, and I think our audience will get a lot out of this conversation. But uh, with regards to entrepreneurship, I'd say it's something that you hear about all the time. Everyone's trying to come up with the next big idea, uh, whether it be a startup, a nonprofit, or even outreach programs that affect our communities. Uh, but I guess to get us going, what would you say is your favorite definition of entrepreneurship or being an entrepreneur? What do you think that entails?
3: Uh, I think some of it is taking risks. Yes. It's like being a risk taker and mm-hmm. taking risks, um, but it's also you know coming up with ideas, but then pursuing those ideas, like trying to make them in making them real. So I'm just thinking about oh, I have this idea for a business or I have this idea for this technology solution, but actually going out and and, and making it, yeah. right? And so I also think it's that it's like being an innovator, right? And going off and, and doing things.
2: Yeah, I think that's, that definitely covers the core, I think, of values of what an entrepreneur, at least being a successful entrepreneur sh- who not only comes up with the idea, but like you said, is attempting to realize uh, it to its full potential. And that's not to say that every idea is going to work out, but at least having the courage to say that I'm going to talk to the right people. I'm going to look for the resources to actually push this forward and see what happens.
3: Right. Yeah. Cause you, you may not know how to do everything that you want like, to exactly. accomplish, but you're, you're pursuing that, right? You're out there saying, I am going to go out there and, and try to make this happen.
2: Right. And what was, what would you say has been like some of your first exposures to entrepreneurship? How did, what made you passionate about this topic?
3: Some of it started actually a very long time ago when I back in the early 90s when I graduated with my bachelors, and I was working for a Navy lab, mm-hmm. and um, was really, loved the project I was working on, um, and ended up basically creating my own company to be a contractor. Okay. So I could work on this really interesting 3D laser-based 3D pro- project. And so even back then, I was just out of college, and I was like, well, I want to do this. It's this so interesting. And I created my own company just, just to be able to do this. Because mm-hmm. um, it was a project at the Navy lab, um, and they hired me as a contractor to, do, to work there. Got it. Um, so even way back then. Um, and then I did work for a big DOD contractor in industry for a long time. And I wouldn't necessarily, I was a, say, an entrepreneur in a big company, mm-hmm. but you can be an intrapreneur Okay. Which means that you have those kinds of ideas, like "oh, this would be a neat new project or a new idea," and exploring that even within the confines of a company. Right. So even if you don't make start up your own company, you can even be an entrepreneur and within the context of a of an established company create something new.
2: That's really interesting. Yeah, I'm taking a, a class called "Competitive Advantage Through People." It's in the Marshall School of Business. And that's one of the things we talk about: how it's important for uh, the big ideas not to only be sought from the leaders at the top, but also to come from bottom up. Uh, because I guess something that we need to realize is everyone has an idea worth sh- sharing, and we all look at thre- look at problems through different lenses. Uh, and if we're all actively sharing and communicating, then it's a great way to really um, narrow in on the problems that. Uh, or maybe not only threats, but also opportunities for innovation. Um, and that could take a company to the next level. So that I have not heard of the word intrapreneur, but I guess I can add that to my vocabulary bank.
3: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, not, you know, there there is a lot of times where you're talking about like the boss way up at the high, may not see certain problems mm-hmm. where someone
2: exactly. at, at different
3: levels see different problems. and. You know, as engineers, like, we're problem solvers. Mm-hmm. And so we can see problems at different levels. And so, yeah, you want to encourage all your employees, you know, within the context of a, a company or without, right, to, to think up ways to, to, to solve problems.
2: Right. And there's a difference between knowing about the problem and then experiencing it for yourself. So I think that's a very good distinction. And I think the people who are most passionate about solving the problem are actually the ones who experience it. Um, and they should probably be the drivers behind it. Right, right. And I guess, what would you say, like, you said that you were working on a project uh, after graduating from college. What were some of the challenges that you faced as someone who was trying to build up an idea and pursue it and push it forward?
3: Yeah, sometimes, you know, you don't quite understand kind of the business Policies and practices, right. and contracts, and and various other things that you have to do, mm-hmm. right? There's stuff that you don't necessarily get from an education, like a, tr- a traditional, um, you know, college education. You may not get all these skills. Like okay. I wasn't a business major; mm-hmm. I was a math computer science major, so mm-hmm. I didn't get a lot of this kind of know-how of how to write a contract, and you know, how to do these kinds of things, or how do you take an idea and and say, well, and what kind of, or what kind of company should I form, right? Mm-hmm. That I didn't have that, that knowledge, exactly. um, whereas I feel like here at Viterbi, we give a lot of opportunities for engineering students to learn about these kinds of things, right? How to be in these entrepreneurial skills while you're still here as a student.
2: Perfect, yeah, and let's jump right into that. So <laughs> how have you been involved in, and how do you help facilitate the entrepreneurial scene here? within Viterbi and, I guess, USC as a whole.
3: Yes. Um, so I feel very fortunate because uh, we here at Viterbi, we have a vice dean who's in charge of technology, innovation, and entrepreneurship. Her name is Dr. Andrea Bells. And uh, Dean Yortzos, you know created this position and uh, in, in so many ways. So we, there's this Office of Technology, Innovation, and Entrepreneurship, and we support all these activities to help our students, while they're currently students, as well as, or even, Maybe future students because we have summer programs, (laughs) high school summer programs, Um, students who are here on campus, grad students, and even alumni to help become entrepreneurs, right? Or at least teach these skills while you're a student, right? Or play around with these ideas. Um, We have lots of competitions, uh, like competitions, awards type type things where we teach you. You apply. You could you get into these competitions and. You get to learn, like, have an idea of, oh, I want to solve this problem. And we teach you, like, how to do customer discovery. Like, are you really solving a problem? Is your solution really a good solution to the problem? Is it a problem that exists? Uh, Are people going to want to pay for it? Or how are you going to think about the business model? Um, So we teach that along the way for free, basically, right? We have these competitions that we do, like ABC, so Adams Bits and Cells Innovation Prize. Uh, it's just for undergrads, so it's for undergrads to get this to get this kind of education. Mm-hmm. Um, we have MEPC, uh, MSEE Entrepreneurship uh, Prize Competition, which uh, we get a lot of undergrads and grad students uh, applied to that. And um, at the end of it, whoever wins gets $50,000. To start the company, oh, yeah. right? So it's a really a really good seed for that. Um, we have Sunrise, which is another program that's this year focusing on healthcare, so innovative solutions for um, vulnerable populations regard regarding healthcare, um, and that's for undergrads and grads. Students are involved in that. Um, I know that. You know about freshman academy, so right. all freshman engineering students here at uh, Viterbi take Engineering 102, um, which, it, which is we also called, you know, known as freshman academy, exactly, yeah. um, which teaches a lot about engineering. But part of the way we go in, so our office oversees. I oversee the fact that we go in and teach two weeks of entrepreneurship, o- entrepreneurial skills into that. Mm-hmm. So hopefully every Viterbi student gets is touched in some ways like that gets this opportunity to learn about entrepreneurship and really what it means and some of the terms and and you know how you can come up with an idea and try to pursue it
2: exactly in some way yeah I myself am a freshman academy coach so I've I've seen the the program being ran for the past two or three years now Um, and what I really enjoy about it is how you guys break it down into very Easy to understand segments like, what's the problem? Who are we trying? Who are we trying to influence? Uh, what resources might we need? And it it just makes a lot of sense when you think of entrepreneurship. Sometimes it's very intimidating. Like, where exactly do I start? There's so many components to the entire process, but you guys come in and it it's just easy to digest. And students go through um, kind of like a little. Um,
3: like a little mini Shark Tank.
2: Yeah, a little session <laughs> where they try to come up with their own business idea or their own pitch and then they present it to the rest of the class and then there's a winner at the end of it, which is fun and exciting. Uh, but I think it's little things like that wh- that Viterbi does, which really, uh, it makes it evident that they're trying or like, that we're trying to really get people to think about entrepreneurship and not to be afraid, even though that we are college students and maybe we don't have all the knowledge and tools I think if you do have the passion, then the resources are all around you. There are so many opportunities. Like you mentioned, the entrepreneurship competitions and the amount of advising that comes along with that.
3: Uh, we, uh, yeah, we bring in industry mentors. Exactly. Um,
2: mm-hmm.
3: You know, uh, venture capitalists, so VCs, right? We bring them in. We do all kinds of stuff so you can really learn from people that have are successful. Yeah.
2: Right. Can you talk a little bit more about the uh, summer program for... High school students, what does that entail?
3: Yes, so it was formerly known as Sky High, just in case other people have known it in in the past, but it's now known as the Technology Innovation Experience. It's a four-week summer program, which you can see on USC's summer program website, um, Summers at usc.edu um, and it's called technology innovation experience and we really kind of focus on that um, it's really experimental so we have students come in we teach them how to ideate so come up with different ideas and kind of narrow in on different ideas we break them up into teams um, so they can kind of together because it's always better to work in a team yes you the successful companies out there, the startups, success, you know, the companies that went from being a startup to a company, right, you have to have co-founders. You don't just have one person usually, right? You need a team. And so we like also to work, have the students work together because they can, you know, build off of each other. Exactly. And they get to come up with an idea. We have them do customer discovery. So they really figure out, oh, is this really a, an interesting problem? Um, for example, last summer we had a group working, uh, you know, a lot of students carry water bottles, and they thought, "Oh, we need to, you know, track better our hydration." Well, one thing they discovered in their customer discovery is that actually a real problem that people had was losing their water bottles.
2: Yeah, and so they definitely. put right, and,
3: and it's true, right? Mm-hmm. And that's not what they first thought. But by doing customer discovery, they are like, "Oh, what if we put a little tracking device on the water bottle? So if you walked outside the range of the water bottle, it would notify you, right?" And so Clover. it's clever, right? Yeah. It's really fun. So. Um, that's what we did we did we taught them some electronics and so how to like do some uh, physical prototyping with a little arduino um and but we taught them the skills we even did some soldering and we did a pitch presentation so um that's what the summer program is all about is really playing with these ideas and then at the end of it having a prototype and a pitch deck
2: yes Mm. that is
3: like really cool and and they and they pitch it They get to pitch it, and we bring in industry people to, to give them feedback. And they're and the industry people are always so encouraging. (laughs) (laughs) It's not mean, like like you know Shark Tank or anything.
2: Not harsh criticism. There's not yeah.
3: It's all it's all yeah. Positive. Yeah, and it's also then something great to put on your college application. Yeah. Right. (laughs)
2: Definitely. (laughs) Uh, So I think sometimes when you think of entrepreneurship or a startup a lot of the most popular things that come to mind is like an app that someone has created. Um, you think about Snapchat that started out as mm-hmm. a startup um, and then dating apps like Tinder as well. But like you mentioned, there are also very creative ways to get into entrepreneurship, like a tracker on a water bottle. Like That's a hardware mm-hmm. device that uh, could help a lot of people <laughs> who lose their water bottles. Are there any other examples that you can think of that you've seen Uh, throughout your time doing this that are kind of out of the box or you might not think of initially as being entrepreneurial-like but are just very creative. Wow.
0: Hey, everyone. This is Paul. Sorry for the interruption, but I wanted to let you know about a new feature we just unlocked. It's about sending us questions or comments via text. If you go to your podcast player, check the show notes. There's a link there that says send us a question or comment. It may be on our next episode. So go in there. Send us a little quick text message. Let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your comments are. We'd love to hear from you. So we can't wait to see it. Now, back to the episode.
3: Hard. I I think the ones that succeed like that, that go you know, even further, it's, it's all about solving a problem. Mm-hmm. So if they can really find a problem to solve. Um, so I've even worked with a team that's doing some, some stuff for students and managing their, um, their kind of uh, tasks and stuff for school. I mean, I've, I've seen some interesting things that have come out of, I'm a student, this is what I'm, you know, this is where I, I'm, I'm having a hard time with, and so let me create something to help me with this. One of the teams I thought was just really kind of fun and creative last year, Um, uh, undergrad, was the um, little device to put on a skateboard. Mm -hmm. So if someone took their skateboard and moved their skateboard, it notified them. Right? So these are things that I think students can do, right? Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. We also have supported ones that are much more deep tech. So things that. Maybe in the in the biomedical field, um, we had one uh, group um, several years ago, which now is is basically it's the the special wires which now are are being used for braces. You know the okay. braces that go yeah. behind your teeth,
2: mm-hmm.
3: right? That all started as a project here, right? Okay. Which is now being used everywhere, right? The the the, the tension wire braces that go behind, mm. yeah. So. Just lots of interesting ones. And, oh, wow. <laughs> My head's like, which one to talk about? There's so many different interesting ones. Yeah,
2: they are. <laughs> And once a, a group comes up with an idea, what would you say are some of the biggest challenges they might run into? And how, how have you guys anticipated those? And how do you try to make it easier for them?
3: So... Some of it is like the legal aspect, right? Teaching them if you're going to start a company, here's the different things, different ways to do it, um, and especially through some of these programs like MEPC and stuff, they get free legal advice. Okay. So um, some of that, some of that also is in the, in the lines of the patent. So a lot of times students think I have this great idea, but sometimes ideas aren't patentable. Mm-hmm. You and there's a lot of apps out there. That really you can't cannot patent. You cannot patent an idea for an app. <laughs> yeah. You can patent technology, certain technology, or especially in the bioengine uh, biomedical engineering type space. You know those kinds of equip- like some of these equipments or alloys or certain stuff that you're doing. But generally, like a computer app, you cannot patent. So it's teaching those students about that. That you may have a great idea. It may not be patentable. So, you know, how do you be successful? Well, sometimes that's the first to market, right? Okay. Even like all the social media stuff that we have, right? There isn't a lot of patents. You know, patents may come from certain, you know, tech down the road. Not the initial idea, but mm-hmm. the how do I get to pass this data quickly and query and, you know, make those connections and, and query stuff quickly and get it out there. There might be patents there for algorithms, but they're... The idea, like the idea for Facebook, is not patentable. Yeah, (laughs) and so people kind of, you know, sometimes don't understand that.
2: Yeah, and I think so. I
3: don't want people. I don't want students to waste money, right, on that kind of stuff. As um, so, I don't want students to waste on that as well as um, as well as like spending money on stuff. Like they're like, oh, I have this great idea for an app, and I paid, I you know, went online and went into like Elance or one of these websites and paid like $100,000 for someone to create this app for me, and they didn't get what they wanted, yeah. right? So trying to teach them how to not waste money, yeah. <laughs> make make smart decisions in the beginning.
2: I mean, that's an important life skill to have, too. It's a very important life skill. <laughs> confined to <the> entrepreneurship. <laughs> uh, do you think that there is such a thing as too many people trying to be entrepreneurs, or do you think everyone has the capacity to... Think in an entrepreneurial way and come up with ideas to solve problems.
3: I think I think everyone has the ability, and mm. I think um, we there's a lot of us engineers tend to be, but we tend to be mm. problem solvers, natural problem solvers, right? And so, you know, you go through the day and you think, oh gosh, that was really inefficient. Wow, I, how could I make that more efficient? You know, you know, we naturally do that, and that and that's good, right? Because that helps us whatever job we're in whether we want to start our own company or even wherever we work right to be more efficient to make our lives more efficient i think those kinds of skills are helpful no matter what
2: yeah i completely agree with you i'm part of a student organization called spark sc and i guess honestly the premise of our organization is that we think everyone has the potential to be an entrepreneur and we do a lot of different events and initiatives throughout the semester that. Uh, Tries to spread the spirit of innovation across campus. So we'll host a startup career fair every semester bringing in 20 LA startups and having them network with students. Mm -hmm. We usually do a pitch competition called 1000 pitches where we try to get 1032nd pitches over a two month long period. And people can pitch about absolutely anything. It doesn't have to be related to social media or technology. But I think the most exciting part about running those kinds of competitions and events is Helping people realize that at first they, they might not be confident in themselves and they might struggle to come up with something, but if you give them enough time, everyone has, some, has run into some sort of problem and there might be problems that you run into consistently. And I, We all have ideas as to maybe how, how can it be improved and how can we go about making this better for everyone else. So once you get people talking about that, it's really something special to see it kind of blossom into maybe an idea that can be realized. Um, absolutely yeah
3: well and that's whether you're an entrepreneur or an intrapreneur
2: exactly (laughs) yeah absolutely (laughs) and I guess to follow up on the most challenging aspect of being an entrepreneur what would you say is the most rewarding part of being an entrepreneur
3: see your ideas come to life Mm
2: mm-hmm
3: I mean that's so exciting yeah right and seeing people use it and value it
2: right yeah Maybe, yeah, I I completely agree with that. A lot of the times when we start thinking of ideas, we might not realize that the entirety of the amount of people that it influences. So there are a lot of people just like you who might be experiencing that same issue. And I think something really special about entrepreneurship is once you've come up with a viable solution and maybe you think, oh, I've helped myself, but in reality you've helped a community of people who are who have struggled with this. Yes. So that's, I don't, I don't know if I've had that moment yet, but I could just imagine that it would be very special. Um, and I myself have actually been thinking about going into one of these competitions that you mentioned yeah. earlier. It's my senior year, my last semester, so I wanna do something challenging and I think there's a very high um, potential for me to get a lot out of something like that to challenge myself and to think outside of the box. Right, um, but we'll yeah. see. I yeah. need to form a solid yeah. team and then yes. go pursue it. <laughs> uh,
3: and a lot of these these competitions too, uh, even the ones. So there's some right run through student orgs and mm-hmm. Marshall School School of Business has some. Um, but the Viterbi ones, generally the requirement is that you need a Viterbi student on your team. So you can have mm-hmm. interdisciplinary teams, and a lot of the times those interdisciplinary teams make the best teams, yeah, right? Because you have that different thinking going on. Um, which I love. Um, but it's also a way to encourage the engineers because I think engineers have great ideas, but sometimes they don't have the confidence to 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 go after them or even just to speak about them and talk about them. And Or I've seen engineers at work that wouldn't raise their hand and say, but we should be doing it this way because there's a new way that we should do this, right? I have this idea, right? They might be timid and, and not yeah. do that. So I think it's encouraging all of us to, yes, come up with ideas and, and pitch them, right?
2: (laughs) Yeah, I would say the first step is going out of your comfort zone and feeling confident enough in yourself that you, you have some interesting idea, maybe that's unique, or even if it's not unique, that maybe addresses a problem that is just felt by everyone, and it's something that is worth talking about. So, uh, and I guess, Going into these competitions is a great way to really jump out of your comfort zone and really try to make something happen.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted to mention just on the lines of, yeah. of students, um, even over, over the summer, there's opportunities. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of students are you know looking at internships and stuff. So through Viterbi, we have this Summer Smasher, which is a program that students get to work with startup teams. So one thing that Viterbi School of Engineering sponsors is the Viterbi Startup Garage. Mm -hmm. And this is after you've done some customer discovery and you have, like, this idea for a startup, we actually give you space. So it's like, it's an incubator. It's called the Viterbi Startup Garage, and it's in Marina del Rey Mm -hmm. in the same building as ISI, the Information Sciences Institute. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. And so we have uh, a good portion of the floor, fifth floor up there, Viterbi Startup Garage, and we have... Teams there now who are, uh, you know, are startup companies, right? Trying to, trying to make it, yeah. right? Um, and so one of the programs we have is Summer Spasher where students, um, undergrad or grad students, can basically be entrepreneurs in training with those startup teams. Mm-hmm. And you get education along the way. So just going to throw that out there because there's a – so it's for current students. There's an info session on February 28th, and there's information on our website. Can I –
2: Yeah, of course. (laughs) So
3: a lot of this entrepreneurship stuff is on the Viterbi website um, for innovation and entrepreneurship, which is viterbiinnovation.usc.edu very long, The viterbiinnovation.usc.edu, and you can see, you can click through it, but you can see all the different stuff that we have, all the competitions and stuff, because yeah. um, there's a lot that students can do while they're in school, while they're kind of protected, right? right? Where you don't have to make your living off of your startup, right? There's You can play with your ideas while you're here, and you have the comfort zone of still being in
2: school. And the resources are And the available.
3: resources, and there's a lot you can do as a student that... Like, you can go off to people in the industry and say, hey, I'm a student and I'm exploring this idea and get advice from people in industry. Mm-hmm. Once you're not a student and you're, like, part of a startup, they think you're, like, trying to sell them something, mm-hmm. right? So there's this thing about being a student that's a great time in your life that you can explore these things and, and not be confrontational to people in industry. And I, I feel like... A lot of people in the industry like to be mentors and like to help students. So take that opportunity while you're a student.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd say one of the biggest takeaways I've had from this conversation is that there's so much going on, and it's just up to someone, like a student going out there, and there's something for everyone, it seems like. If you're just generally interested in entrepreneurship, there are just so many resources and programs, and even I didn't know about all of these things that you mentioned. I knew about some of them, but it's great to know that Viterbi's really making an effort to to, to push entrepreneurship and to have people get involved in that scene, because we need people to be problem solvers and think about uh, ideas to solve those problems. So.
3: Yeah, and you'll hear at Viterbi, like, you know, Dean Yorsos talks about the grand challenges, right? Yes. And so we want to also support those grand challenges, right? So a lot of these ideas are in that realm, right? Of whether it might be, you know, how to filtrate water, right? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, how, you know, different areas in, there's a lot of grand challenges. (laughs)
2: Reverse engineer the brain, engineer better medicines. Right, right.
3: So there's a lot in, but, you know, there's a lot of, so, you know, it's good while students are here to, like, try to come up with those ideas and, And play and and try to solve those ideas Mm -hmm. you know those problems out there yeah
2: well Um, those are all the questions I had for you Uh, again I wanted to thank you for your time and I just became very excited by talking (laughs) to you and even though it's my last semester at USC I wish I had more time to kind of take advantage of all these resources that I'm hearing about Uh, but it's not too late there's still competitions that are
3: and it's such a light, and even as an alumni. Yes. Right? Even as an alumni, you can come and participate in a lot of these com- in competitions or, or sessions or workshops or networking events and, and, and stuff that we, that we host. Um, and even, like, the Viterbi Startup Garage. Like, there's lots of stuff, mm-hmm. even as alumni, people can, can get involved
2: with. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, again, thank you, and it was an absolute pleasure talking to you.
3: Wonderful.
1: and that's just about it for this week's episode thanks so much for tuning in we release new episodes every monday so follow us on soundcloud apple Podcasts, stitcher wherever you get your podcasts we are on spotify now so you can shoot us a follow over there too um but we'll catch you next week peace out and fight on